0: Good evening, listeners. This is San Jose, the podcast where we discuss hauntings, urban legends, and everything spooky-ooky in San Jose. This is your co-host, Carmen Sanchez.
1: And I'm Manuel Avalos. And this week, what are we talking about, Carmen?
0: This week's topic is Santa Clara Valley Medical Center, a.k.a. Valley Medical Center, a.k.a. Valley Medical, a.k.a. Valley, Medical, aka Valley Med. Yes, it has been referred to as all of these names. I kid you not. Um, those were I think those were all the names listed on the interwebs. This wonderful center is located at seven five one South Bascom Avenue in San Jose, California nine five one two eight. Santa Clara Valley Medical Center is a seven hundred thirty one bed public. Tertiary, Teaching, and Research Hospital in San Jose, California. It is the largest hospital in Silicon Valley.
1: Oh, I didn't know it was the largest.
0: That's what it says on Wikipedia. And the internet never lies, so...
1: (laughs) I see. Well, I didn't realize it was haunted, and so I started looking up into some of the ghost-related books that I got from the San Jose Public Library, Um, But I guess to jump into that, we'll have to jump into the history. So again, this comes from Haunts of San Jose by David Lee, and again, if you want to check out his book, you can check it out for free from our local wonderful library. Uh, And David Lee says that this hospital was originally located on the corner of Market and Post Streets downtown. But then in 1871, the hospital was moved to 751 South Bascom, where it is now. The new land originally included a graveyard, which then became a graveyard in the 1970s. Some of the legends started kind of in the 90s, after a supervisor in the dietary department, Susan, died and has been reportedly seen roaming the hospital. People have seen lights flicker, heard footsteps, voices, and doors slamming. The author also writes a story about two employees named Abel and Emma who heard someone yelling that they were stuck in the elevator and they could see the lights like on the elevator panel indicating that they were in fact stuck, but when the elevator finally came down there was no one inside. Things noticed by the employees got pretty drastic. Um, including, you know, unplugged appliances moving, clothes hangers moving, even books flying off the shelves, and there's a lot of stories in this book that I'm, there's just so many, I, I don't want to read them all, but if you want to read more, this book is full of creepy stories and little anecdotes uh, from Valley Medical, so definitely check it out if you want to learn more.
0: The stories made the hair on my arms stand up. What, goosebumps? I'm glad because that's
1: what we're here for. (laughs) (laughs)
0: See, these are what authentic reactions. All right, what's next?
1: Part of why the hospital was built was actually because in the 1850s, San Jose had several serious public health problems, particularly cholera, smallpox, and typhoid, which are all very preventable but still pretty serious if you don't have the proper medical. training and knowledge and you know things like vaccines get your vaccine while there were a few doctors in the area medical supplies were still pretty hard to come by around this time and there wasn't enough medical care to meet the demand in the area so the county stepped in and they actually started hiring publicly funded doctors in 1871 the county purchased 114 acres of land from john s connor on what was originally Las Gatas Road, but is now the parcel of land that the hospital sits on on Bascom Avenue. I don't know, I found this directly on the county website and it feels like it kind of contradicts David Lee's writing where it was originally downtown and then moved. Um, It never says that they were anywhere downtown. It doesn't mean that they weren't, but I just thought that maybe they would have mentioned that. I don't know. I just wanted to point that out. As with many buildings in this time, unfortunately, the county hospital's brick buildings were severely damaged by the 1906 San Francisco earthquake. Three patients unfortunately died, and seven others were seriously injured. The county wasted no time in building a new hospital in 1907, and it was an E-shaped building with a wooden frame, uh, and it was, it was there until it was raised in 1968. Um, two th- last things I want to p- point out about the history. I found two different timelines uh, that kind of just laid out some different, you know, major milestones in the hospital's history. One on Zipia.com and one on the hospital's website itself. Both of them skip over from the hospital's founding in 1876. They skip from that to, like, the 1900s, the early 1900s. And I just want to know, like, what happened in those 30-ish years? Because there's just, like nothing like either nothing remarkable happened or something sketch happened and they're covering it up i don't know so, i'm just speculating
0: well what are you speculating that happened
1: i mean we could make up conspiracies and make up all kinds of things i don't know i just thought it was interesting because like in later years they start the years start becoming more frequent like they'll be like oh yeah there was like you know remarkable points in like 19 you know like one year and then like the next year and the next year and the next year or something like that right but there's nothing for almost, like, the first 30 years of the hospital's history on either timeline. It doesn't necessarily mean anything, and maybe just records were lost, but yeah, I just found that interesting. And the last thing I want to point out about its history is that Carmen did mention earlier the name is confusing. That might be because, you know, people just call it different things since it has, like, a three-part name. But I'm also not surprised that people call it different things because it did officially change its name from the original county hospital to the valley medical center in 1966
0: mm-hmm. and if you're looking for the website it's scvmc santa clara valley medical center and i just thought it was a ridiculous um acronym <laughs> I don't know.
1: well that brings us to the main part and everyone's favorite part of this podcast the legend
0: Legend has it that Santa Clara Valley Medical Center was built on an ancient burial ground. There were several bodies found during construction, and this has caused hauntings and bad luck at the medical center. And this actually isn't far from the truth. So according to the article, Forgotten dead in Potter's Field at Santa Clara County Valley Medical Center in San Jose are lifted from their graves. Published by Joe Rodriguez in the San Jose Mercury News on June 13th, 2013. Archaeologists found remains dating back to the early 1975 to 1935. Wow. An estimated 1,000 and 445 bodies have been buried on this site. And here are some of the discoveries excavated at the Valley Medical Center in San Jose. So, there were redwood coffin, a wedding ring, wool jacket and pocket knives, a set of dentures and a smoking pipe. Earrings, hairpins and clothing buttons. Oh, it says I guess there's been a discrepancy with the uh, the amount of bodies slash human remains, but it says 631 human remains here. Um, do you have the site for the other number?
1: Yeah. The way they calculated the 1445 estimate, I read that they only excavated a small number of bodies, and they kind of took how evenly spaced they were, like the density of bodies per, like, Square, I don't know, yard or whatever And then they multiplied it By the size of the whole plot of land To estimate it
0: Mm, Okay So anyway The Remains had evidence of syphilis And diabetes And also there wasn't enough DNA To identify any of the remains Also stated within the article um, This is a quote Reminded that the discovery might generate fears or urban legends about angry poltergeists haunting hospital wings, Alexo said nobody has brought up the notion. There may be that fear, I don't know, she said, but we're not near any patients. After all, the remains are lab tested, she said. They will be sent to the county medical examiner for cremation or reburial.
1: Wow. So I actually had to look up what a potter's field was, because I had never heard the term, and I found an article from NBC News that speculates that these bodies were actually of people whose families couldn't afford their loved ones a more proper burial, so they kind of informally just would bury them themselves, sometimes with or without a coffin. And according to the county's lawyer, Michael Rossi, the county actually had no idea the bodies were there. So it was just a surprise to everyone.
0: Surprise! Human remains!
1: Yeah. That, yeah. They just started digging and they were like, Oh, this isn't what we thought it was. And the law actually requires that the county file a petition in court to receive permission to move the bodies, which they did end up doing because they wanted to move about 100 bodies for construction. And the county ultimately received permission from the courts in 2017 to do this. I also found on the county website that there's an old map from 1932 of this area that actually depicts and marks this exact cemetery.
0: Oh, so they just didn't do their research? But by
1: 1958, all references and markers of the cemetery disappear. Hmm. So it kind of just got forgotten, and then by 1966, a parking lot for hospital employees was built over the cemetery and people just completely forgot about it until this map was a little was rediscovered a little later. The county believes that at least some of the bodies may be of people that died in the county hospital, which of course is now the Valley Medical Center, um, because they do actually have records of people dying during this time period and then possibly being buried here, but there isn't an exact link and they aren't able to name any names or identify any bodies unfortunately.
0: I don't know if this number is still intact, but it does say to contact Joe Rodriguez at 408 920 5767 if you have a potential contact or um, connection or maybe potential family member that was in Pottersfield. So Oh like wow! To do so. Um, just so that you know, you can obtain your family's remains and give them a proper burial, and or um, what's it called? Scatter the ashes. Do you have a term for that? Uh,
1: not that I know of, but I think it's cool that they still gave people a chance to recover their loved ones' bodies or you know their ancestors' remains, so you could choose what you wanted to do with them.
0: Yeah. I found that interesting too. So, there you go. Um, And then, okay, so this is moving forward. So, I found a link for Valley Medical Center San Jose Ghost. But after, like, I clicked on it and nothing came up except for pictures of the hospital in the daylight. It's just, I just found that very strange because I was like, ooh, cool. Cool. Like, you know, ghost at the Valley Medical Center, and then there's, like, nothing. There's just pictures of the hospital in the daylight, and I don't think they're even, like, there's no orbs or anything like that, so I just found it really strange.
1: Well, ghosts are invisible, Carmen. Oh my gosh. They're in the picture, you just can't see them.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: Well, that brings us to the personal accounts.
0: The reviews in general for the Valley Medical Center was just absolutely terrible. I don't know, like, you know, I'm sure, you know, since it's a hospital, people already have their grievances if they're going to be there, because I personally just don't like being in hospitals in general anyway, so there's that. But the Google reviews were just... Very appalling and kind of depressing to read through, so I'll give you guys the best of them. I found two. So one was posted by Allison Librano, and they wrote, I keep calling these people and nobody answers. Or they answer, laugh, and hang up. This has happened a numerous amount of times. All I'm trying to do is make an appointment. Don't know what else to do at this point. So I just thought that was really creepy. Um, if you're, if you're calling hospital and they answer and laugh, then I, okay, and then, uh, second, I also went on Yelp, and again, the same thing, just horrible, horrible reviews, um, all over for Valley Medical Center, um, I don't recall whether or not if I went there, again, I don't like hospitals in general, but still, there's no need to, if there, if, obviously, if, the nursing staff and the doctors aren't doing something well that's good to write on the review, but if it just has bad parking, I don't think you should necessarily give them a bad rating, Uh, which actually a lot of reviews stated that they had bad parking, so there's that. Anyway, this review comes from Yelp. Um, Myra D. from San Jose rated the Santa Clara Valley Medical Center at a one out of five stars, and they wrote, hate this hospital. Last time I went, I spent in the emergency room waiting for seven hours, and their staff is rude, and it smells horrible in there. At night, the hallways look creepy. That was my first and last time I went. So, there you have it. Apparently not the best place to go, they have creepy hallways, and the emergency room smells horrible. Don't know what that's about. And that's all we have for personal accounts, so let's move on to pop culture. Okay, so one of the scariest places that anybody could possibly be at any moment during a pandemic would probably be a hospital. Also, a good majority of scary movies that revolve around hospitals tend to be mental hospitals in specific, and I don't even know where to begin with that because stigmas are super stupid, especially when it comes to your mental health. So today we're going to cover one movie and one video game because I couldn't find anything directly related to this hospital. The movie that we're going to cover today is World War Z. So World War Z is actually based off the book World War Z by Max Brooks and this novel was actually published in 2006 and it followed the release of his first novel, The Zombie Survival Guide, that was uh, published in 2003. This movie, from what I remember, was probably one of the best movies I've ever seen, uh, especially when it comes to, like, regarding zombies, I love zombies. So it was solid from the beginning and to the end, and I only have really good things to say about the movie, since one, it has to do with zombies, as stated earlier, and two, has you on the edge of your seat for a good majority of the time, Um, so it's just an amazing thriller. Uh, The best scene, which is the climax of the film, and again, like spoiler alert, I guess, if if you haven't seen this movie, I would recommend that you do. Um, But the best scene in the movie, so the climax of the film, is set in a lab, and if you haven't seen this movie and you love zombies, do yourself a favor, watch this movie. The film was released in 2013 and features Brad Pitt as the protagonist. Overall, the film was rated at a 66% on Rotten Ghost Tomatoes, but liked by 91% of Google users, so power to the people. A uh, synopsis of the film uh, is, protagonist Brad Pitt is put on the case to investigate this virus turning people into zombies. He goes on this intense adventure to several different countries to try and find the cure. Does he succeed? Only one way to find out. Go watch the film. The best review for this movie was posted by Jerry Fan 11 months ago, and they rated this movie at a 1 out of 5 stars. They write, Hello there, zombie eats you. God, this movie is weird. Plot doesn't make sense. There should be more of Brad Pitt saying, I think it is a pathogen and blah blah blah, or something like that. There is way too much of, Ah! Rawr! I'm a zombie (laughs) omg I'm dead or omg my arm just got cut off. omg there's a zombie ladder omg omg and if that wasn't enough for you four people found this review helpful how I don't know yep that was the review (laughs) I just found it pretty entertaining and then second The video game that I wanted to cover is Outlast. The first game takes place in a mental hospital, and here's a quick synopsis. Outlast is a first-person survival horror video game developed and published by Red Barrels. The game revolves around a freelance investigative journalist, Miles Upshur, who decides to investigate a remote psychiatric hospital named Mount Massive Asylum located deep in the mountains of Lake County, Colorado. Say Colorado. In the game, the player must navigate the hospital, which is mainly unlit and conveniently overrun by homicidal patients. And there will actually be a new game released later this year, 2021. The new game is titled the Outlast Trials, and it is basically the prequel to 1 and 2. The game is set around some what? test... I know, right? The game is set around some test subjects in a Cold War era experiment, which is basically just hinting at, if you said MKUltra, then you're right. Um, do you know what MK Ultra is, Manny? No. <laughs> uh, ooh, okay. It was called project mk ultra and it was it was basically the cia testing or illegally testing on human subjects to the trials incorporated like lsd to see if it LSD?
1: helped okay yeah i've heard of these but it was just like they wanted to see if they could enhance soldiers during war and stuff right like if with different drugs and whatnot
0: not necessarily enhance but also like if they if they needed to get answers out of somebody they wanted to see if like uh, like giving people certain drugs would help elicit those answers or like get those answers out of people but again yeah like you said is basically testing um on people to see if they can make or enhance the human body um so yeah I can't wait for this game to come out. It's probably going to be super scary, especially since it's based on true events. And
1: Oh yeah, I definitely, if you haven't played Outlast, like maybe don't if you're not trying to get super scared. I've played one and two. I didn't even finish two because it was getting kind of hard and scary, but I have seen gameplay of it and I did finish Outlast one, but it was definitely, it's definitely all like, It could be a lot.
0: (laughs) Well, I just, I wanted to also touch on the main reason why I wanted to talk about Outlast was because this was the first scary game that we played with each other.
1: Cute. Not fun
0: times, I remember scary times. (laughs) Extremely scary times. Dude, remember you had me, you passed- It was fun. It was super fun, but you passed the control to me and all I did was hide in the closet. And just I just hid there for like. To the point where, like, just give, give it back to me. <laughs> I think I, I. Okay, so it's that, that part where, like, you have to climb into the locker and then escape um, once the guy leaves. And I think I escaped when he was still in the room and died, like, five or six times. I oh. remember that intensely because of how scared I was. Oh. And I remember playing Outlast 2 with you, too, like the beginning. That's when I went oh, to yeah. visit you at Brown. <laughs> I love those. Good times. Good times.
1: Speaking of my alma mater, I have a related fact, and it has to do with my alma mater. Yes! So let's uh, let's do that. When I started looking into this topic, I suspected the Spanish influenza pandemic may have accounted for the number of deaths in this area during this time period, but I wasn't able to find a lot of evidence for that. In fact, according to an article by the Mercury News by Jasmine Leva, only about 15 people in the Santa Clara Valley died of the disease, but 300 were infected, at least. Uh, So, there is that. Um, Also, I wanted to shout out Emil, or Emil, I'm not sure. It's E-M-I-L, Hopner, who is a 103-year-old Santa Clara County resident who last month was fully vaccinated against COVID-19. He has survived not only this pandemic, but also the Spanish influenza pandemic and the Holocaust.
0: Oh my god.
1: He fled Nazi Germany and eventually ended up settling here in the valley. And he is still living here today and he survived two pandemics which I think you know I think that just certifies you as an awesome human
0: oh my god I feel you know how Chris Traeger is like doctors believe that the first person to live to 150 has already been born I believe I am that human being (laughs) it's this guy pretty much
1: yes I'm
0: like pretty sure it's this guy (laughs) dang
1: Yeah, I just wanted to mention that. Also, um, in 1905, the nursing school at what was then called the County Hospital was the top-ranked one in the whole state. And in 1953, the hospital was even affiliated with the Stanford School of Medicine, which, I mean, I don't know if that necessarily meant anything, but I feel like it just made it more prestigious. So, woot woot. And lastly, the Valley Medical Center has the only trauma response center in this whole area. And I found that out from an article written from a Brown University student (laughs) uh, named Alexandra D. Urban. Uh, I was looking on Wikipedia, and then at the bottom I see that one of the sources came from Brown, and I was like, what? My alma mater. So I check it out, and um, it's an article basically saying how East Coast hospitals have a lot to learn from some West Coast hospitals, including the Valley Medical Center because it's innovated hospital procedures and stuff in a couple different ways that they're hoping that will catch on including like reducing um, emergency room wait times and some other things um, also in like some stuff having to do with like how they handle uh, like newborns and then their mothers mm-hmm. at the hospital um, like how they you know how they handle like their stays post birth and stuff um, yeah it's not like that fact was mostly just like, oh, I saw my alma mater. I'm going to put this in the
0: <laughs> Wow.
1: It's kind of all we have. It's, um, I don't know, Carmen, do you think it's haunted?
0: Dude, I'm like 90% sure that all hospitals are haunted. There's no way. Too many too many people come in, not as many come out. Like, you know, just <laughs> don't. <laughs> uh, I mean,
1: there's the newborns maybe make up for it.
0: That's true. Do you believe in reincarnation?
1: <laughs> I'm not sure if I do, but I'm, I'm not ruling it out.
0: Okay. Well, do you think this one's, this place is haunted?
1: I feel like it's hard to say. I've, I was a little upset because I know I had some personal accounts people have directly messaged me or commented or something before about the Valley Medical Center, but I couldn't find them. Um, Kind of got lost in the sauce. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got messaged once by, like, a former employee. And I I definitely have seen inklings of it here and there. Um, And unfortunately, when you look up Valley Medical Center ghosts, the main thing you find is the article about... uh, A couple different articles, but they're all about the same, you know, like, potter's grave that was found in the former parking lot. Mm -hmm. So it was a little tricky to research this one, but... Definitely, there has been a couple inklings I've had over the last couple, you know, months we've been doing this podcast about this hospital. And I guess it makes sense. You know, like you said, it's a hospital. Unfortunately, people die there. Um, and also, it's just the biggest one in the area. So,
0: Well, if you have any leads or any sort of San Jose landmark that you want us to do research on, go ahead and send us an email at Jose at gmail.com. Uh, you could also DM us at San Jose Podcast on Instagram and or tweet at us at San Jose Pod. Buy a sticker. They're only $3. I mean, why not? You also get the cool logo. Rep that San Jose, San Jose lifestyle.
1: Uh, is this a lifestyle now?
0: I don't know. I mean, we've been living for, what, 24 years now on this planet. I'd say it's a lifestyle.
1: Oh, well, I was going to say, podcasting has definitely become a lifestyle because now, like, recording and research take up such, so much time in the week that, like, you know, I have to kind of schedule my life around the podcast at this point.
0: It's, it's a lifestyle.
1: But all of this is to say, we love doing this for y'all, and we're excited to bring some exciting and fun episodes in the second half of... Um, this first year we do this podcast oh so. my god
0: i know happy half anniversary. i know that was last <laughs> week but we didn't get the chance to state state that and also happy half anniversary. yes and thank you new listeners because we're finally at 1500 tell tell your parents tell your friends tell your imaginary friends tell your ghost friends tell Casper. He needs to know about San Jose.
1: (laughs) Well, Carmen, is it that time of night?
0: Do you want to play some Dead by Daylight, Manny?
1: (laughs) You know I always do.
0: Oh, heck yes. Okay.
1: Until next week, stay spooky, San Jose.